The Z-Ball podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast, and we have this weekend Week 11 NFL Scorching Six Picks, and uh, joining me from Pasadena, California, diehard Miami Dolphins fans, Akshay. How are you doing, sir? I'm pretty good. Uh, doing pretty well, Asia. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Okay, so uh, we got six exciting games this week. Uh, let's get right into it. First game we're going to be taking a look at, Red Hot Dallas Cowboys giving seven points and hosting the Baltimore Ravens at home. What do you think about this one? I think if there is, this is going to be a good game, especially with Baltimore's defense is not like the years it was uh, several years back of the defaulting defense. But uh, seven and a half, um, seven points I have to go with with the Cowboys. We'll cover that this week against Dalton. I think they win by uh, a good ten points. All right, uh, Cowboys, of course, red hot. Uh, winners of eight straight after losing their first game by uh, by a point to the Giants. And, I mean, they have, in my opinion, uh, the no-doubter MVP of the season so far in Ezekiel Elliott, the rookie out of Ohio State. And uh, Dak Prescott filling in very well for Tony Romo. Uh, not super flashy, not super uh, big boy Q- QB numbers, but uh, kind of a game manager type. Uh a very poised quarterback, not making very many mistakes, uh, playing within the offense, uh, not really losing the game for the Cowboys, just uh, making good decisions. And uh, the Cowboys, I mean, have been playing excellent ball. I mean, and but they're going up against a really great defense this week against the Baltimore Ravens. I mean, they're top five in pretty much every defensive category. And they're number one in r- rush defense giving up only 71 yards per game on the ground. But, uh, I mean, Dallas, best offensive line in in the NFL this season and probably one of the best in NFL history. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you on this one, Akshay. Um, seven points is a lot to give up, but the Cowboys are just rolling right now. Uh, the Ravens' offense is absolutely terrible. I mean, Joe Flacco, I don't know what happened to this guy. He's kind of just super erratic you don't know what you're going to get from him from week to week so i'm going to go ahead and agree with you i think ezekiel elliott given that has a big game despite going up against a, a good defense in the ravens and i think the cowboys continue their domination and win their ninth straight game and i think they win this one uh 31 to 21 so we'll go ahead and both agree on that one we both have cowboys minus seven and that'll take us into our second game. We have an AFC South divisional matchup between the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. We got Indianapolis laying three points in this one at home. What do you think? Ah, uh, you know I have to go the other way around with this one. I know Indianapolis is at home. Uh, they're favored by three, but I'll have to go with, with the Red Hot Titans on this. And I think the Titans will definitely win by more than three points. 
this game. Uh, and Mariota has just been super hot right now, and the way they're scoring the game. They're scoring, they're, they're moving the ball with his passing, with his running, with their uh, with their running with DeMarco Vorti. You know, I, I think they're just going to, I think um, Indianapolis won't be able to keep up with them. I would say that would be my score. I think Indianapolis will. I don't think they'll. Uh, I think they'll end up losing more like. Uh, I would say they probably lose like maybe twenty-eight, fourteen. Okay. Well, so uh, you're taking Tennessee plus three and to win pretty big. Uh, I don't know. I mean, this game, this one is really tough. I mean, we saw Tennessee probably have the biggest win of their season uh, last week against Green Bay, but I mean, Green Bay has looked pretty awful the last four or five weeks. So. Uh, I don't know how much we are to read into that win. I mean, and the, the Colts at home, obviously, Andrew Luck definitely plays better in the Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, I mean, this is uh, three points, I mean, given up. Uh, this is not too much to give up. So I'm going to go with Indianapolis. I'm going to ride uh, Andrew Luck, even though the Tennessee has looked very, very good uh, as of late and uh, a lot better this season than they did last season. I'm going to go ride the, the better quarterback in this one, Andrew Luck, and I think uh, he's going to have a big game. And the Colts are going to win this one 28-21. So we, I, I got Colts minus three. You got Titans plus three. And we'll move into the third game of the week that we'll be taking a look at. Uh, got the Buffalo Bills uh, traveling to Cincinnati, and we got Cincinnati laying two and a half points in this one. What do you think? I have to go with uh, Cincinnati by two and a half. I think they. I think this is going to be a close game. You know, uh, I don't think uh, um, both teams are not very um, great teams this season. You know, it's not like uh, the Bills have become uh, a superior team. I know they can score a lot uh, with uh, Tyrod Taylor, and but their defense is also very suspect. Cincinnati's defense and uh, is not the, what it used to be. I think they're all. I think they're a bit older uh, than they would like to be. I think they need to get a lot younger, especially with that. Uh, with their offense, is not what it used to be either. I mean, they lost Marvin Jones. They lost uh, the other wide receiver. I forget. Uh, he's on the Falcons, so they're still they're still a very dominant team that can score. But I I don't think they were they're the same team that they were last year or, or the year before. So. This one, I, I have to say, it's going to be a close game, but I, I would have to definitely say Cincinnati is going to cover that spread. Okay, definitely. Uh, I'm going to go the other way on this one as well. I'm going to take Buffalo plus two and a half. Uh, both teams very uh, average, mediocre on, on the defensive side of the ball, but I think the difference in this one will come on the ground uh, with Buffalo. I think uh, I like the rushing tack a lot better. Uh, with LaShawn McCoy, and then they got Tyrod Taylor, who can also get out uh, when needed and pick up some first downs, pick up some bi uh, big yardage for them on the ground. And, uh, I mean, Buffalo has looked uh, kind of uh, up and down this season. They started off 4-2. and two. They've lost three straight games. I've uh, not looked uh, particularly as well in the last three, uh, obviously. And then Cincinnati has just been a disaster of a season for them. I mean... Tyler Eifert's uh, been out for a while, and uh, they just don't seem like they have the same uh, luster that they've had the past four or five years. And I know I keep uh, beating this dead horse, but uh, 
Marvin Lewis, I, I don't know how he's been the coach for 14 seasons. Uh, this is his 14th season. I know he wins a lot of regular season games and such, but uh, after a while, don't you think uh, you kind of have to win a, a playoff game to keep a job in the NFL? What do you think? I agree. I agree. You know, it's been 14 years since uh, he's been coach. You know, that's quite a long time for any coach in, I guess, uh, NFL history to have that long. Uh, to have that, uh, to be coach of a team for that long and not, uh, got, not gotten to the playoffs. I mean, not in the playoffs and won a couple games in the playoffs and possibly even got to the Super Bowl. You know, I, I think with him is that he, he's a good coach. Don't get me wrong. And I think it's, uh, the problem is it, it, it doesn't really show up in the, uh, in the off season. Um, it, they don't win games what they should do in the playoffs. But the thing is, I think he has, um, with the Brown family, I think he, yeah, he's made a, a very good impression with them and they really like him. And then uh, it's a family-owned team. So, uh, you know, I, just, I, think, I think that they have trusted him and they like him. So that's why he still keeps the job. And then at the same time, it's maybe, I don't know if it's still the case uh, where it was, where I think it was, because Mike Brown was the original owner, but I think um, I'm not too too sure. But I don't. I'm not 100 sure if uh, if he still has control of like over the draft and the players he selects, or if he has 100 percent control over that uh, with um, with the Brown family children. I don't know if that's the case, but maybe 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 it is. Maybe it's not. But uh, but you're right. You know, I mean, to go 14 years without winning a playoff game. Still be that coach. That's that's pretty rare. Okay, yeah, definitely. So uh, you got Cincinnati minus two and a half in this one, and then uh, I got the Buffalo plus two and a half. I think they're gonna cover the plus two and a half, and I think uh, they're actually gonna win this game as well. In my opinion, it's gonna be a close one. I think uh, I'm gonna go twenty three to twenty Buffalo, and uh, I mean, uh, if is this kind of a loser leaves town match? I mean, uh, whoever loses this one. Uh, could pretty much give up give up uh, any hopes they have of uh, making the playoffs? I would think so. You know, unfortunately, I would think so. You know, because, uh, well, let's put Buffalo. Buffalo plays uh, in the AFC East, where the Patriots have always ruled and uh, are going to rule in the near future unless something changes drastically. Then you have, uh, in that league, I mean, in that uh, division, you have... Um, you have the Jets and you have the Dolphins, which are not doing that great either. So that's uh, I'm I don't see uh, for uh, for the Bills much more if they end up losing. I don't see much more. Uh, um, I don't see much more uh, potential for them to do anything else to actually go to the playoffs, unless they completely turn around and they win throughout the rest of the year. But I really don't see that. Uh, when it comes to the Bengals, it's it's sort of the same way, you know. They've always they won the title uh, a couple times in the last, I believe, four or five years. But the problem with them is they don't win, and they in the playoffs, and they always get into this um, this game with the Steelers, which they end up getting, uh, which they end up losing. You know, and I just think it's uh, it's come to the point where they meet, they might need to make some changes. You know, and the whole philosophy of that whole in. Um, and the whole team, you know, with the, the defense and the offense. And I think they have to come to a decision on, uh, on the quarterback, Andy Dalton. 
you know, is he the guy to lead the Bengals into the playoffs? You know, he's led them before, but they haven't won playoff game. So sometimes you have to question, is he the quarterback that they, that they need? Or is he the quarterback that can drive him further into the playoffs and possibly win a Super Bowl? Right. Okay, so, uh, yeah, with that, uh, get the Bills uh, plus two and a half, and uh, you have the Bengals minus two and a half in this one. And uh, we'll move into the fourth game on our list. Uh, the Chicago Bears uh, traveling to East Rutherford, New Jersey, to face off against the New York Giants. And the Giants are giving 7.5 in this one. And uh, the Giants uh, kind of seems like uh, are like the most under-the-radar under team uh, right now. 6-3, and three, I mean, uh, what, what do you make of the Giants so far? You know, the Giants are, they, they, like you said, um, under the radar, you know, that team is, they can um, exceed expectations one week and they can go below expectations. So it's sort of like, uh, it's like a toss-up in a way. You know, in this game, seven points, seven and a half points, I have to go with the Giants, you know, because they are playing, uh, uh, they are playing at home, right? Uh, so I think that I have to go with that. And I just don't, I mean, they have been sort of clicking as of late especially with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. So I think uh, um, they continue to be hot in this game. And I do think they're, uh, they are, um, they're going to cover the seven points because the Bears right now are a mess. You know, it's uh, the, um, with Jay Cutler on the team, it's, uh, there's all this controversy going on where he's given up on the team. He's just like a salvage player. Uh, most of the team, I don't really, you know, uh, the rumors are most of the team doesn't even respect him anymore. So I don't see any, any continuality there. I don't see the Bears are not where they were um, or they're not a strong team anymore. You know, and, it, and it's been like that for the past, what, uh, I would say five, six years where they really haven't been very dominant. I think there, too, they, they, they might need a regime change, a whole philosophy change. You know, it just seems to me that... Uh, they always are thought to be, um, uh, every year, they always thought to be, okay, this is a different year, they're going to exceed expectations, but every year they end up uh, falling below expectations. Okay. All right. Uh, I think uh, the Giants are going to win this game as well, but uh, the Giants, uh, in eight out of nine games this season that they've played, uh, have been decided by uh, six points or less. Uh, so uh, I'm gonna take the Bears plus seven and a half in this one, but I think the Giants are gonna definitely gonna win the game. I'm gonna go 27-23 Giants. Uh, they I think they just have a knack for playing in close games, and uh, as opposed to last year, uh, they're actually winning uh, the close games this year. As opposed to last year, they were kind of blew these types of games late uh, in the fourth quarter and so so forth. But uh, Eli Manning, uh, obviously his chemistry with Odell Beckham is uh, first top-notch, uh, w- one of the best duos in the league. And then uh, he seems to be developing uh, some sort of uh, rhythm and touch with a uh, uh, young wide receiver from Oklahoma, Sterling Sharp. Uh, so uh, it seems like the Giants' uh, wide receiver wide receiver core is always uh, pretty strong. And then Eli, very durable. He's always uh, healthy. He's always playing, and uh, 
as long as he stays away from those uh, stupid picks, I think the Giants are in uh, good shape uh, moving forward because exactly. their defensive line uh, is also kind of uh, looks like it's improving and kind of getting uh, back together as a unit. And that's in uh, their two Super Bowl runs in the past ten seasons. That's uh, been a major key for them and in beating the Patriots in both of those Super Bowls. So. Uh, we're both going to take the Giants to win. Uh, I don't think they cover the seven and a half spread point spread, but uh, you think they do, and uh, we'll move with that. We'll move on to the fifth game uh, that we're going to be taking a look at. Uh, this is going to be uh, in prime time on Sunday Night Football in uh, the nation's capital, Washington D.C. Got the Washington uh, Redskins uh, hosting the Green Bay Packers and laying three points at home. What do you think? This one, I would have to go. This is sort of a tough one, three points. I think uh, in this game, they do cover those three points. I think Washington uh, is going to be a pretty high-scoring game uh, with the Packers, it always is. But uh, I think with the Packers now, they're, uh, I know uh, they lack a, a total running game at this point. You know, they're still, uh, uh, they have a lot of injuries which have uh, sort of devastated them again this year. Um, but, but Washington is a hot team right now. You know, you have uh, uh, the wide receiver Crowder, you have the running back Kelly, and, and they're playing at home. So I do think uh, they'll cover that spread. You know, I do think I think it's going to be a close game, but I, I, I do think they'll cover that spread and they'll win by um, they'll win by a field goal. Okay, uh, yeah, this one is really tough. I mean. Uh... Green Bay uh, has been absolutely awful on defense uh, as of late. And then, uh, like you said, uh, has pretty much no run game. I mean, they just signed uh, Christine Michael off waivers. Uh, just got away from Seattle. But, I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers, there's only so much he can do as a quarterback. And, uh, I mean, he kind of looks like to be struggling He's uh, having a good year for average quarterback standards, but uh, for his sta- his elite standards that we've seen in the past uh, three or four years, not so good. But uh, given that, I mean, uh, I just see uh, this game as kind of uh, more value betting on the Packers at the plus three. And uh, I think they're actually going to win this game as well. Uh, I think they're going to win this one uh, 34 to 31. Uh, I think it's going to be high scoring. I don't think either defense is really going to be able to stop the the other team's offense, and I think the Packers are just going to pull away at the end, uh, thirty-four to thirty-one in this one, and uh, which will take us into our uh, final game of the week. Uh, it's going to be Monday Night Football in prime time. Uh, it'll be at in Mexico, live from Mexico City, uh, which will be pretty interesting to see. Uh, we have the Raiders in this one. Uh, Facing off against the Houston Texans and the Raiders giving five and a half points in this one. Your thoughts? Um, this one is going to be, I would have to go with the Raiders in this one. I think, um, I know five and a half points is, is, is a lot, but I think they will cover the spread. Houston's not uh, the same team that it was the last couple of years. Their defense is not as great. Offense with uh, Brock Osweiler is very up and down, you know, it's not the greatest. I don't see what was the point when they traded for him from Denver. Uh, that uh, Their offense is very sputtering. I know they picked uh, 
trade for him, but he's there. They got uh, running back out of uh, out of Miami. I forget his name. Brought him in, and he was supposed to revitalize that whole offense. But looks like it, it didn't go that far as it should have gone. So, but the Raiders were hot. You know, their defense—they're a very underrated team this year, and they're a very surprising team, I guess, in a way. But uh, but they do have a lot of talent. You have. Derek Carr, you have uh, um, the wide receiver out of Alabama, being his name, then you have Michael Cabrera, DeMarco Murray, you know, and then the defense is uh, very underrated. So I definitely have to go with the Raiders, and I think they win by um, a good, uh, I think they win by at least a touchdown. Okay, uh, this one, uh, obviously, the Raiders are a clear favorite in this this one, in my opinion. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see an Mexico City, uh, a Monday night game. Obviously, the Raiders uh, are in a divisional race with uh, the Broncos and the Chiefs in the AFC West, uh, which is looking like the best division so far this season. And with the Chargers not doing uh, doing a pretty pretty decent as well, but uh, obviously the three team race between uh, Oakland, Kansas City, and Denver. And then the Raiders, uh, the only. Uh, spot that uh kind of uh, bothers me about the Raiders this year is the their penalties they I think they have uh they get penalized way too much per game but uh given that uh excellent offense led by a young quarterback Derek Carr and uh star wide out young Amari Cooper from Alabama and then veteran veteran guy in Michael Crabtree who's a sure-handed type wide receiver good hands and then uh obviously Latavius Murray in the backfield and I'm going to go with the Raiders. I'm going to agree with you in this one. I, cu- I think they covered the five-and-a-half-point spread. Houston absolutely horrible on offense, given that they have one of the best wide receivers in the league in DeAndre Hopkins. But uh, they can't really get him the ball, it seems like. And it seems like they have absolutely no passing game. And that'll make it easy- a lot easier for the Raiders' uh, front seven to crowd the box and uh, contain Lamar Miller as they, I think, the... The Texans' offense is pretty run-heavy, so I think they're going to rely on the run a little too much, and the Raiders will be able to sniff it out and hold Lamar Miller to a tough day, hold the Houston rushing attack to low yardage, and I think uh, it's, it could, this game could get ugly, but I think uh, the Raiders win by 10-plus for sure. I'm going to go 27-17 in this one of the Raiders. I think uh, this this is one of the biggest games for the Raiders in a while in their team history. Uh, Primetime from Mexico City. Uh, I think they're ready to show the entire nation what they're made of, and they, they're looking to go deep into the playoffs this year. So I'm going to take them 27-17 to 17 in this one, and I think they cover the minus 5.5-point spread. Uh, so just one other talk about topic i wanted to get into you with uh there are there's all this talk about uh an nfl team possibly moving to london and that team usually that comes to mind is the jacksonville jaguars but uh do you think any possibility that they could probably have a team in mexico city uh considering it's one of the most densely populated cities in the world it's a very metropolitan type city and uh it's a lot easier travel-wise for all the NFL teams around the country. So what do you think possibly of that uh, idea of a team going to Mexico City? Um, you know, it's always a possibility. You know, my whole thinking is I don't really like the whole idea of having teams uh, 
outside of the nation, you know, like Mexico City, like, like you said, the team in London. But it's, I understand for the NFL, it's just all about ratings, all about trying to get more viewers to watch it because the NFL ratings have dipped uh, from last year and the year before um, for a variety of reasons, you know, but uh, I don't like the idea of, of them moving. But if they do, it's definitely good. Uh, it's definitely for ratings purposes. But you know, it, I think it all comes down to. Uh, unfortunately, I, I think it all comes down to what happens uh, with the political um, issues that are going on right now. Uh, since Trump has been uh, elected to office, you know, with this whole uh, idea about uh, building a wall and. And all that uh, with Mexico, I don't know if that can potentially affect it, which it, I'm sure it, it probably will. If that's the case, if they were to go through with this situation, you know, so it's really tricky or it's really hard to say which way it will go. But uh, I don't, uh, I really don't like the idea myself, you know. But uh, I think if the NFL will do it, but the thing is, how many viewers will they get every year? I mean, every game and. I just think it, it's bad for the league in a way because it's sort of like the games won't, won't be their usual times. They'll be even like, like uh, some of the games could be um, at, at different times during the day. And I know sometimes on Sunday people have times where they have church and other issues, um, other events, family time or whatnot. It just it sort of gets in the way, you know. It makes the schedule change around from what it is. But I mean, um, obviously. It's good for the league, but uh, um, who knows if it's going to happen, you know what I mean? Okay, uh, yeah, I mean, I was just saying from a, a standpoint of a, if they want to have some sort of international expansion, I, it seems like Mexico City would be a good choice instead of London. I mean, just that I think the travel well, to London is, is very, very brutal. Yeah, oh, it's, definitely, definitely. It's very brutal to travel to London for teams. Uh, with Mexico City, obviously, like I mentioned, you get a densely populated city. One of the metropolises, big metropolis, metropolitan type cities in the world. You get the central time zone, so you kind of stay uh, constant with some of the other teams in the NFL who play in the central time zone. So you, the time zone difference won't be too bad in Mexico City as compared to London. So uh, it's... Obviously, it's a stretch, probably Mexico City, but it's definitely a thought. I mean, if if they are looking for expansion, international expansion, but I'm definitely, uh, on the basic premise, I'm with you. I think it should just stay within the U.S. and and, and Canada if possible, you know. But if they were to look for some sort of expansion, I think Mexico City would be a pretty good option as opposed to London due to the the time zone difference and the the hours of air time flight time to get the to the possible city so um it will be interesting to see uh but it's definitely a long ways away either way exactly but uh always a pleasure akshay i wanted to thank you once oh, again for joining me and uh thank you to everyone for listening and uh i'll be seeing you guys probably next wednesday for some uh Thanksgiving uh, football picks and uh, Week 12 picks. Thank you, guys.